Hi there. Welcome to episode 44 of the Wave Back Music Podcast. My name is Chris, and I'm joined tonight by special guest. Who is my special guest? Matt, who are you? <laughs> um, well, I'm part of the Geek Aid family. You might know me best from such classics as Ring the Bell. Ah, yes. So I'm joined here by Matt. And this is extremely awkward because I didn't script it well at all. Uh, but we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. Uh, what you were just listening to is one of the more interesting tracks from tonight's playlist, and that is the maker melody version of the overworld theme from the original Super Mario Brothers as it appeared in Super Mario Maker. Tonight, though, Matt and I are going to listen to a couple of tracks that didn't technically appear in any game at all because I put them together myself. They're combined versions of songs from one of the coolest Wii U games ever made, and they make me smile every time I hear them. So sit back, relax, and let your creative juices flow as we listen to the special versions of songs from Super Mario Maker. Super Mario Maker! Vicky unfortunately couldn't make it tonight, uh, so Matt is going to be here substituting. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Matt. Um... A little bit about me. As I said in the beginning, I work on Geek Aid's Ring the Bell, which is a wrestling wrap-up show with a heavy-handed, com- uh, heavy-handed comedy, I should say. Um, I do some other things for Geek Aid, too. Obviously, I'm guest-starring on this episode of The Wave Back, which thank you again for having me. I'm, I'm a fan of not only music, but video game music, so I think this is going to be pretty interesting. Um, I, I'm a video game guy. And uh, I, I don't know what else to say about myself without sounding like I'm patting myself on the back. <laughs> All right. Well, that's okay. I, I can pat my I can pat yourself on your back for you. Uh, Matt's a super interesting dude, and uh, he uh, expressed interest in being involved in way back in one form or another. So I thought he was the perfect one to call uh, call on for some some last minute substitutions. So uh, Matt's going to play the part of Vicky uh, tonight, so you don't have to read it in her voice. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this could be a little awkward. So Matt, yes, hit us with some history. Uh, I want to first thank you for this uh, very well-written wrap-up, and I really hope I don't jack it up. Because English, <laughs> a lot of people don't know English is my first language. What is your first language? Sarcasm. Super Mario Maker was originally released on September 11th, 2015 in North America, exactly two years ago today as of this recording. Uh, It was the first official release that allowed gamers to create and manipulate their very own Mario levels. Players took to the game in a big way, and it wound up being one of the most successful games on the platform. Thousands of levels were created and put online from both gamers and Nintendo themselves, showcasing tremendous levels of creativity on all sides. The game also was filled with references to other games like Mario Paint, Wrecking Crew, and even The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. It also featured a very interesting soundtrack. Well done. Well done, Matt. Oh. Well done. I, does that mean I get to stay? speaking of the soundtrack super mario maker soundtrack is an interesting beast the bulk of the music was technically written by koji kondo hiptanaka or kazumi totaka since the game prominently features songs from previous mario games like super mario brothers super mario brothers 3 super mario world new super mario brothers u and mario paint what's interesting about this soundtrack is the new stuff that was composed by relative newcomers naoto kubo and asuka hayazaki Kubo currently only has three games under his belt, having written music for Captain Toad Treasure Tracker for Wii U, which is awesome, uh, Majora's Mask 3D, and Super Mario Maker. Hayazaki has done uh, 
Hayazaki has done more with her first project with the Nintendo being uh, Legend of Zelda Four Swords Adventures for the GameCube, which is awesome, and also worked on games like Animal Crossing Wild World, Star Fox Guard, and Mario Kart 8. The music they made for the level editing segments work as sort of counter melodies to the original compositions from the old games, and they're all absolutely fantastic standing on their own. However, I wanted to try something interesting with them, and that's what brings us to tonight's episode. Whenever I would listen to these tracks, because obviously I downloaded the soundtrack, because that's what I do, uh, <laughs> I would hum the original versions over them and try to hear what they would sound when they, like when they lined up. At a certain point, I came to the realization that I do own, in fact, a computer and some sound editing software, and uh, I should just go ahead and put the original tracks on top of the new ones and see how they sound and if they lined up. And not only do they line up flawlessly, but they sound incredibly cool. And it's those mashups that we'll be predominantly listening to tonight. Um, so, Matt, what is your history, if any, with Super Mario Maker? Um... Well, my history with Mario Maker essentially boils down to watching other people play it online and essentially saying to myself, wow, these guys are absolutely crazy. I've seen some of the most, like, tremendously crazy, like, nail-biting, edge-of-your-seat, like, levels. And just these combinations of how, like, they put... Uh, enemies on top of enemies and you're carrying a shell and you have to bang it off a wall the right you know the I'm talking about these crazy like time trial oh, yeah, levels. the crazy super difficult levels yeah um, that stuff's nuts that's that's mostly my kind of take away from the game I've seen other you know I've seen more casual players make some very cool levels some trippy things you know it's what I really appreciate about the game is that if you're like me and you, because you and I are relatively the same age, we grew up on the Mario Brothers. So we went from playing what someone has made for us, then them essentially turning the reins over to us and saying, here, you go ahead and you do it now. Because like, we've come that far in the gaming community. So, I, so one, my first impression of the game is that's such an outstanding idea. And two, I'm completely blown away by the level of creativity with some of these gamers. Like... Some of these gamers, if they're not game designers, really should reconsider whatever the hell it is they're doing nine to five and maybe become game developers themselves. Yeah, I'd, I'd back that play because I've I mean, obviously, I've I've spent a ton of time with this game and I've played some just abysmal stages <laughs> that are just, just awful. But I've also played some really, really creative stuff and, and the, the, the kinds of things that people came up with. Uh, like just kind of bending this game to their will. There was a level I saw online a long time ago where somebody using like a series of chain chomps and bullet bill things created a robot in the game that like moved <laughs> on its own. And it was just, it just absolute insanity. I, I can't believe this stuff that, that, that folks have come up with in this. And it, it, I, it's really remarkable. It's, it's absolutely remarkable is definitely the word. It's absolutely mind, mind boggling to, to know that, like, you as a person could look at something and say, oh, I see it as A, and then someone looks at it and goes, but why not B, C, and D? And then they just go with it. And like you said, they yeah. created a, 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 a robot <laughs> out of bullet bills and chain chomps. <laughs> like, who, who thinks that way? That's why I say these people need to be developing games on their own, man. Yeah, seriously. Bending these tools to their will like that is, is, is really quite remarkable. Absolutely. Uh, so I bought this game the day it came out. Um, 
and I was uh, just obsessed over it with for for a good long while. I, I made a bunch of levels on my own. I I eventually shared some levels with uh, some friends of mine who were also making crazy good levels. Uh, I loved the amiibo functionality mm-hmm. uh, where you scan them in and you get the little 8-bit versions of the characters. So I made like a Kid Icarus theme level because I'm a Kid Icarus fanatic. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the coolest story I have with Super Mario Maker was uh, the one time that my wife made a level. Um, I, my wife is not much of a gamer. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day I came home from work and she said, oh, I, I played Mario Maker while you were at work, and I made you a level, and you should play it. And so I did, and it was a, it was a pretty straightforward, cute little level, some Goombas, some, some jumping up and down. Uh, <laughs> and then when I got to the end of the stage, it was just a big, long gauntlet with a bunch of coins, and the coins spelled out, I'm pregnant. Wow. And that's how she told me about our daughter. <laughs> Can I tell you that that is one that's a beautiful story with just an amazing ending. Um, but you know, <laughs> this, I, and please take this with a grain of salt. That kind of stuff only happens like in the movies and that happened to you. And that's friggin' awesome. Yeah. My, my wife is awesome. <laughs> I was, uh, I was blown away on, on a lot of levels uh, on that day. And, uh, I did finish the level just so you know, of course I, I, I figured it out after like I'm P R E and uh, I was just like, ah, <laughs> fortunately the end of the level was like, if, if I had done it, it probably would have been like a death trap and like a bunch of thorns at the end <laughs> just to be a dick. But uh, she just put the, uh, the end flagpole at the end there. And, uh, it was it was a pretty pretty remarkable time. She tried to record it. Uh, she had her phone running like hidden in the corner, but it didn't really record Aww, too that's well. That's a shame. So, well, but uh, you you putting all the thwomps and everything at the end is just a testament as to why men don't get pregnant. <laughs> <It's a> valid <laughs> point. All right, so so let's get to it, huh? Let's let's listen to some music. Yeah, um, man. Before we get to the the cool mashup tracks, I, I wanted to throw in a couple of the pieces of music from this game that i find particularly enthralling uh and the first one would be actually the title sequence from uh super mario maker because uh, it's a cool little original song uh it's got a lot of elements from um like just kind of i don't even know how to describe it it just kind of sums up what this game is it's got a very construction-y patchwork kind of feel of all these different sounds that you would sound like nes or super nes um or where what have you all rolled up into one so um Let's go ahead and listen to our first track of the night, which is the title theme from New Suit, not New Super Mario Brothers. Ha! I can't even talk. <laughs> from Super Mario Maker for the Wii U. Enjoy.
right, that is the title music from Super Mario Maker. And uh, what'd you think of that one, Matt? Uh, I dig it. I think it really sets the tone for the whole vibe of the game. Like, um, it, its main melody, like its main instrument, if you will, sounds a lot like Super Mario, the original, jumping on a, mm-hmm. sh- a tortoise shell. And it makes that mm-hmm. whoop. And then they, they just took it and made it their full on, like, we're going to, this is our main melody. And, and that's super cool. I, I, I see what you're saying where it's like a, it, it does kind of have a construction vibe. I can't put my mm-hmm. finger on it, but it, it totally does. I think it's kind of that, that snappy, uh, woodblocky noise. Uh, mm. it, just the way that it's it's very rhythmic, almost sounds like tapping on something. I also really like the kind of the very digital like <laughs> things that are going on in the background. <laughs> it just kind of make it sound. It reminds me a little bit of like I know you haven't played a lot of this game, but this game's whole presentation is really based on Mario Paint, mm. which is I, super awesome. I used to own Mario Paint. Actually, I I, I probably have it in a box Paint. somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's a damn good game like the undo dog is in this if you erase something the spaceship flies up like it is literally based on mario paint to the extent that if you leave it alone long enough on some days a fly will fly across the screen <gasps> and if you tap it it'll open up the fly swatting game <gasps> oh it's my. so awesome i need to get this it's so good oh um, my god so that that um that kind of computery stuff that i was talking about reminded me a lot of the song from the the save robot uh, for from Mario Paint, which is also in this game at a, at a point, but uh, I think I need to get this game just for like the cameos and the and the callbacks. Oh, there's there's so much crazy stuff in here, and, and it, what's even cooler is the stuff that didn't exist, like because uh, so you can do all these different kinds of levels, like an airship level or a ghost house level, but airships and ghost houses didn't exist in Super Mario One. So they created new assets in the art direction of Super Mario 1 to make what a ghost house would look and sound like in Super Mario 1. Uh, Wigglers, you know, different enemies, Bowser Jr. There's sprites for those characters in games that they never appeared in. Holy and cow. It's, it's super, super interesting. Wow. I think, uh, you know what? I think you actually have me sold tomorrow. I'm going to go buy the system in the game and you're, ne- you're never going to hear from me again. So this co-hosting thing is done as of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've created a right, monster so it's I, i'm happy to do it it's one of my favorite it was one of my favorite things i ever did to vicky was make her buy a crap load of games <laughs> well eh, here we go so uh this night the next two tracks are, are super short um the first one's 33 seconds the second one's 41 seconds uh and these are they, they just big dumb smile on my face kind of tracks because they're <laughs> they're remakes of um map screen music from Super Mario 3 and Super Mario World, respectively. Uh, So the first one is the 100 Mario Challenge, which is one of the things you can do in the game where you get 100 lives, and then it hooks you up with um, a set of random levels that they pulled from the internet that people made. And you have 100 lives to get through all of those. And some of them are super difficult, some of them are super easy, and and so on and so forth. But the little map screen is the music from the World 1 from Super Mario Bros. 3. So... Uh, prepare for 33 seconds of joy. Here is 100 Mario Challenge from Super Mario Maker. Thank you. 
happy little ditty. <laughs> this was uh, prior to recording this, you and I were talking, and um, I had mentioned that I was sitting around humming a Mario tune, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. All right. I couldn't remember what world, but uh, it, you're absolutely right. Like The minute the first note hit, I was like, oh, this, is, this takes me back <laughs> to being that kid who rushed home from school to sit down to play, like, oh, I got to get as far as I can, you know? Oh, wow. It's such a <laughs> oh, nostalgic my track. Memories, my memories of Mario 3 are... I can't wait to do the Mario 3 episode. We haven't even done a Mario 2 episode yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to Mario 3 uh, someday, because, oh, boy, I have so many fond memories of, of Mario games. It's... yeah. Uh, it's, it's, you know, we were just talking before this about how Metroid is, is, uh, Matt's favorite game franchise. Absolutely. And I put Zelda above it just, um, not, not by a lot mm-hmm. because Metroid is, means a lot to me. If mm-hmm. you go back and listen to the Metroid episode, I'm nuts about it, but I, I feel like I don't give enough credit sometimes to how much I really, really love Mario platformers. Like I still play Mario run on my phone all the time. I was playing it today. I I love 2D Mario platformers uh, and 3D Mario platformers too. Like I'm, I'm stoked for Mario Odyssey beyond reproach. Like I am, <laughs> I'm out of my mind for that game. And there's a Nintendo Direct on Wednesday night, and I can't wait to hear more information about Mario Odyssey. But I love Mario games so much. They played such a huge part in in me loving games the way that I do. Um, I, I, I can't overestimate how much I love Mario games. And my favorite Mario game is actually Super Mario World. And that is where this next track comes from. Is uh, This is from the 10 Mario Challenge. Uh, and this is the map screen music from uh, essentially the Donut Plains in... It's most of the overworld, but it's a, you hear it first, the Donut Plains in Super Mario World. And it is, it's one of the most delightful little tunes ever. Um, I love it any time it gets called back in, in Mario themes, which isn't as often as that previous track we just listened to. Um, but it is a, it is, is, this is a great rendition of it. And what, what always makes me happy, I can't not bob my head when I listen to it, because when you see this in the game, there are little flowers on the map screen that are bobbing their flower heads <laughs> back and forth to the rhythm of this song. And it's, it's, it's pure delight. So, uh, uh, I'll, I'll stop gushing and listen to <laughs> here is 10 Mario challenge from super Mario maker. baseline so entrancing isn't it like i the whole song disappeared for me i was just listening to doom 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 it's just a simple walking baseline but it works so well yeah oh my god no i can and it's funny you say that because i can totally see the little flowers kind of just like show the shrug and like boop 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're just a little 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 dancing back and forth the whole time you're listening to it and uh I, i i've heard very few proper covers of this this song before so when i heard it pop up in this game it made me extraordinarily happy mm. um 
But yeah, every it's it's a simple song, but every single piece of it fits together flawlessly. What's neat about this over the original version, it has that kind of little extra piece of energy with the kind of little slight hi-hat that's going on in the background there. Yeah. And the original one didn't really have any percussion at all. But um, So there's your warm-up tracks. Now it's time to get to the real meat of the episode. These, these fascinate me to no end. I cannot believe how well this stuff works. Because the way these tracks were written for this game is when you go into editing mode, like you play the game, you're, you're moving as Mario, and it's playing the music as it was in the original game. And whenever you switch to editing mode, it switches to this sort of just counter melody that works completely fine on its own. It's really interesting music to listen to on its own. But what fascinated me is every time I'd listen to it, I'd try to line it up with the regular song, and I couldn't hear it in my head because these counter melodies are so complex and so interesting. Sometimes it was easy to lose track of where the original songs were. And so what I did was I went in and I just I grabbed the original track and I plopped it right on top and they line up 100% flawlessly. And in some cases, they really transform the original song in really interesting ways. Um, so this first one we're going to listen to is uh, the uh, Super Mario Brothers ground theme, the, the main theme from Super Mario Brothers that everybody knows. Uh, so you'll obviously recognize that in the original 8-bit bleeps and bloops, <laughs> but then you'll also get to hear this really, really cool counter melody that, that spends a lot of time focusing heavily on the uh the the harmonies and the bass line from the original version uh so so it does a really cool job of highlighting that and just with all these other neat effects in the background so uh i'm so excited for matt to hear this because uh I, he has not heard uh, a lot of this this music before because you've just watched playthroughs of of people playing the game not really creating levels right yeah the soundtrack is essentially people cursing so yeah <laughs> so I, I i'm really excited for you to hear this stuff and uh, so to, to add one thing sorry to cut you off no by all means what you're doing is you're talking about mashups and i think when when there was the whole mashup revolution maybe 10 15 years ago and people were going nuts finding acoustic rap tracks and putting it on the you know the rock track music i was like way over the moon about it and i think it was the only person and to this day i'm still like come on man give mashups a chance so now you're telling me that you made some mashups of you know <laughs> some iconic music and this new stuff that has been made to uh not necessarily parallel but uh like companion pieces and I'm mm-hmm. I, like I'm not even gonna lie. Like you were gushing about that last track. I'm ridiculously like excited right now. <laughs> so I'm, let, let's just do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I, I hope it lives up to your expectations. <laughs> I think it will. <laughs> All right, here is our track number four for the night: Super Mario Brothers ground theme with counter melody. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
So first off, I, I can never be overstated how amazing just that composition is on its own. The Super Mario Bros. theme is freaking brilliant. But that the, the weird counter melody that they put together for this is so mysterious. It's like it's got all that weird little... Because you can kind of tell which parts were the... Uh, you know, obviously, if you know the NES sound chip, you can tell what part I added as the original music. And just all the rest of that weird stuff just plays on its own. And it's just crazy that the how making that counter melody that's actually part of the original... The, the, the harmonies that's part of the original one, making it louder and more pronounced has such a crazy effect on the song. Um, there is so much awesome stuff going on in that that I can't even tell you where I want to begin (laughs) like all right let's get the iconic Mario theme out of the way no brainer it's a classic um but what is what even starts there like you get that little like I guess it's a the tabula drum and it's just like the mix that they've done, it's I'm listening in like stereo, uh, excuse me, I'm mm-hmm. listening in uh, studio headphones, and it just sits like low in the mix, but it moves around from left to right, yeah. and it's like super cool. And then, uh, you know, they threw in some like like a nice like air sound on top, and it kind of like it opens up the theme song a bit, and you get this really great like I don't know mental image, I guess, of like. Uh, like I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> um, it just the stuff that they've done. Uh, it's it's just it's great. And you're right. Like you know, there are bands, and I, I had mentioned this to you before, that go out and intentionally do these things where they split tracks up and then they make you know the left channel track two and the right channel track three, and only someone as insane as you will put them together and go, <laughs> Oh my God, I've discovered the hidden track or whatever. And so mm-hmm. this, this all just comes together so well. And like, there's that section where just before it, it reprises, I guess, essentially, there's the drums just go with it. And it gives it like this cool, like almost like a jazz kind yeah. of thing. It's just great. Like, I I can't say, like, enough great stuff about it. It just sits so well, and it works so well with it. It, it gave it's, – it's like, you know, it's like breathing new life into something, you know, that everybody's like, oh, yeah, all right, the Super Mario, da, 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 okay. But, like, they they – you for putting it together, for having the wherewithal to put it together, and what they have done has essentially breathed – put breath, a new breath of life into – this old piece of nostalgia, this old sentimental track. And it just, it's like rediscovering an, an old classic again. And it's like, wow, that's, it's good work, man. They did a great job. Yeah. It's, it's really quite, it's, it's insane how well this stuff works. I was so impressed when I did this to hear even things like the drums line up still. It, it nothing sounds out of place when you're playing these two tracks on top of each other. And they also both work so well separately. And what's truly crazy is that we haven't even gotten to the really transformative stuff. Like there are some songs that there's a couple of songs in here that I can't even hear the original versions the same way anymore because they absolutely transformed the way I listen to the song, which is which is 
just just crazy. I'm going to tell you right now that excites the ish out of me, man. <laughs> well, the next track isn't one of them. It just oh. sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. The next track, uh, just because I wanted to pick two tracks from each one, and I had a hard time choosing between the doing the underground theme and the underwater theme. And I decided to go with the underwater theme just because it's a little bit more fun. The The way they transformed the underground theme is really interesting because it's not a complex song to begin with. You know, the do-do-do-do-do-do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did some really cool stuff with it, but I went with underwater because, well, I just love this tune so much. This is, I mean, it's, it's the classic Waltz, Super Mario Brothers underwater theme, also used as a title sequence in Super Mario 2. It's a great song, and uh, the Mario Maker version of it is just, it's just super fun. So uh, enjoy the next one minute and 55 seconds of the Super Mario Brothers underwater theme, as told through Super Mario Maker. Enjoy. <laughs> it before the way that it kind of almost plays into the whole the da, 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 da. it almost like riffs on that a little bit it's like it shouldn't make sense but it does <laughs> in its own way it does um it does seriously that was gorgeous um <laughs> like to take what essentially i mean it not essentially it is it's a waltz a simple yeah. waltz in 8-bit music that we all know and love and then again to just take it so much further to add i guess what essentially is a pipe organ and some strings later on the pipe organ takes it to that kind of carnival midway for me at least that carnival midway sound but it it really again new life into kind of an old soul it just and then when the strings come in it swells and it gets this (laughs) just ginormous you know you the the visions because when I listen to music I see all kinds of things. Uh, the visions I have are just like, you know, the little booze 
spinning around, you know, dancing in like some giant Castlevania style ballroom and, you know, Mario's <laughs> twirling uh, peach or whatever, you know, but it's, it's a fantastic, that's, that's, oh man, that's good music. It makes me, and it, I'm, I'm sorry. It makes me want to hear the original, not the original, but the Mario maker one. I think it's, I, again, I can't stress enough how awesome it is that you've mashed these up, but at the same time, now I want to hear these other, just the originals. I'll, I'll send you the soundtrack. You, it's you, it's nuts. You better. What's so what's so cool about them, and and I don't know that you're necessarily picking up on it just from hearing this because they're mashed up. Right. But in each one of these songs, they've intentionally avoided straight up playing the main melody. Okay. So in every single one of the Mario Maker versions of it, I think this comes the closest <laughs> to hitting a lot of the notes, but it never plays the full on main melody on its own because it's. It's just a counter thing because when you're playing the game, you hit the edit button and the whole screen just kind of flips over to being editing mode and the music reflects that. And as well as this stuff works just listening to it on its own, it works just as well, if not better, when you, it's part of the game. Like This music was so flawlessly written for this game. And this one in particular, um, like I said, I just love this tune. It always makes me smile. And we've heard stuff like this before in Smash Brothers. There's a lot of great, fully orchestrated versions of this underwater theme from uh, the Smash Brothers series. But this one in particular, I feel, just kind of took it a little bit wilder because it was intentionally inv- avoiding playing that primary melody on its own. And uh, it's, it's, it's just a damn masterpiece. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, I'm, uh, as of recording this, I'm getting married in approximately two months. And I'm now considering our first dance being this song. <laughs> oh boy. I hope your fiance is cool with that. She won't be. Uh, I I I was I, I managed to get um Tactive Wind from Wind Result of the Wind Waker and uh the uh, love theme from Chrono Trigger played uh at our wedding. But uh Wow. Our first wedding dance was to ABC by the Jackson Five. Hey, look you got moves? <laughs> Uh, sort of. I stole him from Clerks 2. <laughs> we basically did the dance number from Clerks 2, for, from that song. Uh, Please. It's on YouTube. <laughs> Wait, Clerks 2 or your, your first dance? Um, our first dance. So while we, on, while we listen to the next track, I am looking that up. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the next track is actually my favorite track of the night. This is the game. This is the song that I was talking about that actually changed the way I hear this song. Um, this is one of the most transformative ones. What we're going to be listening to next is the ground theme from Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, you know, it's the the music from stage 1-1, one, one, pretty much all overworld stages that aren't the uh, also iconic, uh, more athletic theme. What's cool about this one is that they turned it into this very kind of reggae kind of song, and it changes... It, it actually intrinsically changes the bass line to this song and yet still doesn't sound out of place when you put the full original track on top of it. it this, this one was the one that blew my mind. This was the one that inspired me to do this in the first place because I'd listen to this track and then I think to myself trying to hum this music over it and it's like, does this make sense? Does this work? And then when I put it over it, when you hear it, it's, it's, it, it's mind-blowing. So this this completely melted my brain uh this is the super mario brothers 3 ground music combo enjoy (laughs) 
blew my mind. Wow. Um, Absolutely blew my mind. I I don't even know what to say. Um, yes. I'm, I'm glad. Okay, first thing I'll say is I'm very glad I'm wearing headphones because my brain would have blown apart out my ears. And the only thing keeping my whole head and, and brain cavity together are these headphones. After this episode, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to, my, my fiance is going to have to get some tape or something uh, to figure this out. No, that was, that was absolutely effing awesome. Like, I love that, that, um, I love that song. Uh, and yeah, that's, great, that's another great one. Tune. That's another one that just will randomly pop up in my head just because it's so ingrained, you know, like I said, we've, you and I grew up on these games and we've plunked countless hours into this stuff, the original mm-hmm. games. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's in the nether somewhere in the deep recesses of my head. It just pops up. But now having this, like you said, this, it, it starts with the hi-hat and that gives it that reggae feel. It, it, it's the, mm-hmm. um, it's the, the finger that points to say, this is what this track's going to be like. And that hi-hat gives it that real chill. And then the new bass line to it definitely goes with it real subtle, low key. And then they just, again, they add the reggae elements like the big kick it's subtle it's mm-hmm. deep but it's fat and it's there and then there's the organ the organ hits at, on the upbeats yeah that's exactly where i was going to go next the little organ hits the little pipe organ hits just just enough to give it a rock like you mm-hmm. not rock music but you rock with it yeah like, like a, a literal rock back and forth kind of a thing yeah man i couldn't um, i'm sitting here and i can't stop like bopping my head and my shoulders are swaying. I'm feeling like it's uh, it's so good. It's just such a good combination. Again, I said it before. I'll say it again. I, I need to hear these tracks on their own, though. But these are these so are what, really good. What 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 really killed me about this one is the way that it turned it into kind of a, a you know a call and recall, like a call and answer kind of thing. Mm. Because you know when you listen to it, uh, you know the original. NES version, it's just these solid major notes for the most part. But now when you get the that last one there with the new kind of like saxophony bassline thing they got going on there, it turn that turns that into a minor note. And then it resolves in the the second time it hits there, it resolves back to being major. And it adds this crazy layer of depth to it. And I can't listen to it without hearing that anymore. And it's it's better for it. Like this this has transformed. Oh, absolutely. And it, it kind of makes me wonder if that was the intention all along. Mm-hmm. Because you know I heard this song you know, for years and years the way it came out of an NES. And then you know the the only other true remake of this song I remember is the Soya Oka's version of the one from Mario All Stars, which was essentially the same thing with different instrumentation. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder if this kind of feeling and that kind of call and answer was what they were originally intending with this tune. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's amazing to me. It no, is abs- so amazing. Absolutely. To me. There's even a sequence there when uh, when the the main melody goes up, uh, mm-hmm. and now for whatever reason I can't recall it, but the melody goes up, goes up, goes up, goes up, goes up, and then that bass line accompany it like walks up with it, but it's mm-hmm. but it's enough away from it that it's not following it. But, it, but it it sits with it and it goes with it up and it just, it just works like it's again <laughs> companion pieces. These these songs definitely feel companion to the original, especially when you put them together like this. Mm-hmm. And then you know, high five to you for having the wherewithal to sit there and play and then kind of hum along and go, wait a second, <laughs> I think I hear something. You know, 
That's yeah, because like when you're playing it in the game, it it switches back and forth, and it seems like it's seamless, mm-hmm. you know, because you switch back to playing mode, and it switches without losing its place in the song, just back and forth. But it never plays at the same time, and you're just like, does because some of these things, like the next one we're gonna listen to, it's it's when you when you if you would hear the just the Mario Maker version of it that's on, you think to yourself, there's no way that works. But it does. <laughs> it's it's crazy. So so moving on to the next track, uh, not to not to no not at all. Just just moving on because we do eventually need to go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, then this next one here is also from Super Mario Brothers three, uh, and this is the airship music, and um, it's wild. Uh, we'll just we'll listen to it and discuss it afterwards. <laughs> so here's our track number seven, Super Mario Brothers three airship. complete transformation are we allowed to curse absolutely go ahead holy <laughs> shit <laughs> dude oh man i didn't even i i hadn't listened to that track in a while i forgot how freaking crazy that one was i love that track so far of everything we listen to that is my favorite track it hit every single uh trigger inside of me from my 20 year old industrial metal loving self like it's dark it has like like pipes hissing. It has like a deep beat. That beat at the end, like why did Yeah, it just comes out of nowhere just and now it's got this kick ass beat going on in the background. It's like what? It's like a it's like a musical sledgehammer. I wanted that sledgehammer the whole time. Like I didn't know that beat existed. And then when it exists when I knew it existed, I was like, Where was this my whole life? Like that is it works so well. I'm I'm seriously gonna go 
and just listen to when this is over i'm gonna listen to this on loop it's so good that is so good oh my god and when you think about the original like that's that's one of the things i love about this one is it's also so incredibly transformative because when you listen to just the original airship music from mario 3 it's crazy simplistic it's just that that you know nes sounding timpani the dum 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 and then it's just those three notes and then the little reprise thing they're like that's all there is to it and they added so much including a completely different it's not a tempo it's just a completely different um cadence to the song yeah absolutely and it somehow matched up and i listened to this and i keep feeling like it's it's falling out of order with itself like there's no way it's matching up to the original track but it always does and it's mind-boggling to me i i how that works i can absolutely like so you know in listening to it obviously i'm hearing it for the first time so taking it all in at the same time there comes a point where i can separate the two and i can hear the original melodies versus what uh the companion pieces as i have so lovingly called them and i can see what you're saying like this shouldn't work these two pieces should not work (laughs) Like, on paper, it doesn't make sense. And then all of a sudden, they come together, and they just, like an atom smashing, man. It's just just good stuff. Yeah, wow. really, really remarkable. They completely outdid themselves on some of this stuff. Oh, hands down. Well, I, I will say that going forward, it might be a little bit of a step down oh, as far as no. mind-blowingness. <laughs> I think we've reached, like, the pinnacle oh. of mind-blowing. Not to say that the remaining three tracks are bad by any stretch of the imagination no way Uh, it's just that they're not quite as transformative Uh, these two mario 3 ones i think they just did the 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 greatest work on um so this next track is uh the ground uh, basic ground theme from super mario world which is one of my favorite tunes uh and and uh, easily one of my favorite games of all time and this one's really just it's it's almost more goofy than uh, th- than you would imagine. It just adds this really weird energy to this song that I love. Because the thing about the Super Mario World soundtrack, uh, the original version of it on its own, is it's very kind of reserved. It's not a loud soundtrack. Even mm-hmm. the stuff that's um, fast-paced, uh, it, it's, it's always just kind of has this very kind of reserved sound to it. And this really just kind of blows all that stuff up, <laughs> which is which is wild. Um, so uh, this here here is our track number eight for the night. Uh, I, I'm so excited to listen to this one again. <laughs> this is the uh, oddly goofy Super Mario World ground theme from Super Mario Maker. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> what I think it is that gets me is that little like that beat that they actually the like ch it's just kind of goofy there's a lot of fun stuff with that man like that again the bass line like the bass line sits with it and then right right as it goes away from the steel drum melody it's just Mm. like like you want to talk about walking bass lines that oh my god that 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 bass line's in a marathon right now just just so good and that's that that's that's actually from the original version of it it's just it's amplified for this because mm-hmm. um, uh kochi kondo and the walking bass lines i mean this is we're talking about the guy who wrote some of this the most amazing music this this one i feel does a really good job of just amplifying what kondo did already you know whereas <clears throat> the the two super mario 3 ones we listened to transform those songs Mm -hmm. this just kind of took what uh the original composition was and just expanded it on it and blew it up into a louder goofier (laughs) version and i i love it no it's it's so much fun it's such a just a little fun track i mean like you said you were kind of joking saying like oh that's the that's kind of the the apex of the show i mean not at all this this track by far and wide it does it's it's different It, it does something completely different it's a lot of fun and i can imagine like if this track as it existed now for this podcast existed in the game, I would stop playing the game. I'd just sit there and let the track play because it's just so much fun. It's just fun. Like, I don't know any other way to explain it. Yeah, it, there, there just isn't. And that's what I would do. I would sit and listen to just the track from Mario Maker as is without the Mario World stuff. And this is another one of the ones that I would just keep trying to think of, like, I guess this really does match, doesn't it? And I just try to <laughs> remember all the, the pieces of it and going through as I listen to it. And it... It just it fits like a damn glove. It's it's great. You know, listen. So far, you're like, uh, wait, one, two, three, four, five. What do we have? Like five mashups. You're five for five. All right. Well, let's see if I can survive the last two. <laughs> uh, so the next one is uh, the Super Mario World Underground combo. So this is um, this is a really really weird track. Um, Perfect. Because the initial version of the Super Mario World Underground music is. Super Mario World was the first one that introduced a, like, this is the central theme, and all the music in the game is going to kind of play off of that theme. And so the Underground one was a very, very reserved, very, very sparse-sounding uh, song. So this is another kind of interesting underground-y thing. Uh, and this is the other reason I went with... I didn't go with the Super Mario Brothers Underground theme because I was going to do the Mario World one because I think it's a little bit more interesting. So um, let's give it a listen. Here is our track number nine, Super Mario World Underground Combo. Thank you. 
has a really cool groove to that song. Absolutely. Um, I wasn't. I'm. I'm. This is gonna be my first kind of, I guess, negative thing. I wasn't too fond of like the airy sound effects, whatever that was. I think overall the the track is awesome. I think it's a great, mm. like you said, it's a super great groove and stuff. I just thought maybe that kind of stuff was a little unnecessary, but like overall, mm. it definitely it gave me the vibe of like being. I know this is Super Mario World, but for some reason, my mind just kept going back to that black and blue Mario World One Two, you know, yeah. but mm-hmm. but the but the look of it, that color scheme, it, like I listen to music, and I, I guess maybe I have a little synesthesia where I see the colors, mm-hmm. and so that definitely gave me that like real deep vibe, like deep purples, deep blues, and stuff like that. It's cool. It's it's a cool cool track. Yeah, I like the 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 kind of extra bassy thing that they added to it. The yep, because you know that wasn't in the really all the original version is is that and then the very basic that's the whole thing. So all the rest of these little pieces just kind of flesh it out. And when you listen to them on their own, it's it's another one of those things. Like, does this line up? Because the original one is so sparse, it's kind of crazy thinking of something that has more structure to it, filling in all those blanks. And uh, that's that's really why I, why I went with this one. I just I, I really really dig that about it. I mean, given given all six tracks that you've uh, mashed up, uh, it again companion pieces they definitely uh, sound great against them. It's just like. Uh, these songs that we grew up on from the original Mario series, um, great pieces. But the thing about them is they're great groundwork for mm-hmm. someone to build something else on. And of course, put it in the right hands, you can create these just new masterpieces. Again, the whole idea of breathing new life into something that was. So the 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 personnel to work on this fantastic job just building on what we already know you know not i guess ma- um excuse me not molesting our kind of sentimental attachment to these songs and nostalgia mm-hmm. towards them but instead building them bigger and better and giving us a whole new set of feelings and emotions and 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 placement for these tracks so like my hats off to these these composers they did a fantastic job Again, creating companion pieces to, you know, these tracks. And this is a this is a particularly challenging thing that I think they they had to do here. Obviously, very fun, but you're you're talking about adding pieces to, you know, some of the most iconic music in gaming, and it's it's something that when you do a remake can can go horribly awry mm-hmm. or can be something truly amazing. Like I, th- I think back to just recently playing uh, wonder boy, the dragon's trap, uh, which was one of the earliest episodes of wave back that I did uh, the new version of it. The, the music that they did for it was beyond stunning. It was just the, the greatest possible treatment to that music that I could have imagined. Uh, but then if I think back to say something like um, Ninja guide trilogy on super NES, mm. uh, they, they mutilated yeah. Some of the some of the best NES music just absolutely mutilated it, right. and uh, so so these these kinds of things can go really really sour. And considering how they're adding crazy levels of complexity to some some really iconic music, it's it's great how well it works. 
Now this uh this I I'll call it a second to last track cuz we will go out on a you know I'll close the episode on on something else entirely but uh the last track that we're going to truly discuss here is um it's a different animal because this comes from New Super Mario Brothers U which was a Wii U game as well uh so the music itself was already very filled out now we're not talking about taking something from the 16 bit or 8 bit era and adding stuff to it this is something that was already designed to be full on modern hardware. And uh, I still think they did a really remarkably good job uh, with making it sound even cooler. And another thing that I just have to say about New Super Mario Bros. U is that it's it's criminally underplayed. Um, <laughs> it's a really, really good 2D Mario platformer. Um, it's the best 2D Mario platformer since Mario World. Um mm. And the new Super Mario Brothers games, they all wound up looking and feeling the same after a little while. And I think, at least to me, New Super Mario Brothers 2 put a real kind of sour mark on the whole thing because it was just, you know, reusing these very generic um, character models and whatnot. And New Super Mario Brothers U kind of bucked the trend a little bit. It had a little bit more life and character into its world. Um, and uh, the music itself, I, I think, gets it doesn't get as much recognition as it deserves because this... Uh, this ground music that we're going to listen to, even on its own, I think is a really remarkable composition and uh, and worth your time. So here is our, our track number 10, our, our penultimate track of the evening, <laughs> New Super Mario. And I, you've never played New Super Mario Brothers, you have you? No, I haven't. I, I, I didn't imagine there was any excuse for you to have. So this is probably an entirely, entirely new piece of music for you. So uh, uh, enjoy. I, th- I think you will. Let's, let's give it a listen. sounds uh which which i i dug when they they did it in the first new super mario brothers game um i i really love this i really love this track um i think it's a a really good track i mean it's it's just got a really dope groove to it i mean i don't know this is yeah not having for a frame of reference to the original it probably 
it's it's really probably really hard to separate what's new and what's old from this. Right. Um, but like, I mean, you introed it by saying it was a pretty fleshed out track to begin with. So, and then of course, again, like you said, I have no frame of reference. So it just sounds like a fully fledged song, and I think it's I think it's a great track. It's it's definitely something that when this is over, I'll go back and listen to again. Because I know there's so much going on to it. I know I missed things or I've already forgotten parts because something new has come along. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then I'm like, this is really – and then something, oh, this is cool too. Yeah, the – um, really I think the, the majority of what was added to this one is is primarily drums. Uh, like the, the beat isn't really in the original version. Um, the drums are very, very, very simple in the original version, uh, which is fine. Um, and just adding that kind of nifty like extra – a, a clunky little beat to it is uh, is kind of a neat thing, and those little bitty eight bitty sound effects going on, the little kind of little, little, little trills in the background, th- those kind of add to it a bit. I do uh, as well. I do really like the kind. It's like a what the beat you're talking about almost like a trip hop, almost like a jungle. Yeah, house. Ex- exactly. It's, that's it's great. Yeah, it's really great because sometimes I'll listen to that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, man, good palate cleanser. But it I it comes together really well. I mean, again, no frame of reference, so I think it just sounds great. Well, that's uh, that that's pretty much going to be it for us this evening. Uh, that is that is our show. Um, the the previous episode that ran in this uh, um, uh, feed was uh, an episode of the Stony Scaper podcast. Uh, you probably heard me talk a little bit about it. So this is this is likely this was likely going to be the last episode I did with Vicky for a while, but then she uh, she had something else come up tonight. So I'm not really sure where, where we're going with this show at this point. Because um, I've been telling myself for a long time that I don't have time to do it, but then every time I record an episode, I'm like, man, that was fun. I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> so uh, oh, I, I don't even know what we're doing. But I did really enjoy uh, jumping in uh, with Dan and doing it in the Strange Gamer podcast. So I do think I'm going to keep doing that from time to time. Uh, not super often, maybe once every couple of months, uh, just because it was really fun to talk to Dan about this stuff and nailing him down to actually record a Waveback episode with me is uh, is considerably difficult because <laughs> Dan's got a pretty limited schedule. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I had a blast doing this with you, Matt. Did, uh, did you have fun? I, well, again, I really appreciate you giving me a call, and uh, it was it was awesome. I got to hear some really great music from something that, I'm not too familiar with, which is always a plus. I love discovering new music. Uh, I think Spotify is one of the greatest things on this planet now because it has all these records that I can go check out. And this doing this show is just another um, version of that. You've given me so much more new music. And then you teased me by saying, <laughs> oh, you know, I mashed them up. You should go listen to the other ones. So now I'm going to incessantly look for the Mario Maker soundtrack and listen to that stuff and then just... I'll send the whole thing to you. Yes, it's awesome. <laughs> I But uh, long story short, I had an absolute awesome time doing this. I, 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 I'm starting to become the professional guest. <laughs> you can... That's right. You've kind of floated around the podcast, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I, uh, I did the uh, S4YA podcast submitted for your mm-hmm. approval, which is the Twilight Zone uh, wrap-ups by um brandon great show go check that stuff out it should be coming back soonish i know brandon was going through a move Mm -hmm. and he keeps he'll message me and say like i'm gonna i'm gonna finish it off i'm gonna finish off the show i promise it's just (laughs) gonna take some time because he's he had a whole bunch of stuff to move yeah he was in hawaii and now he's moving to where is he moving i thought tampa tampa yeah that's right okay uh yeah all right well (laughs) 
<laughs> I guess we'll see where he lands on that <laughs> after uh, after this week. Yeah, but, right. Um, all right. So, uh, so with the, the the theory of this show kind of floating around in the the big question marks, I can't say for sure. I know what the next episode's going to be, but uh, if nothing else, there will indeed be another Halloween spooky special this year in October. Uh, it's going to air on Halloween, just like I've done for the last two years, where I pick a uh, spooky video game music and. Uh, Maybe I'll have Matt and Dan uh, pick some stuff too. I, I don't know what I'm doing yet. I haven't I haven't come up with that particular plan yet. So well, um, see, you said maybe pick Matt, have Matt, Matt and Dan pick, and I was gonna say, hey, Chris, who's gonna be your co-host for that episode? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll do our first three-person episode of uh, of this show. Who knows? What? Uh, <laughs> Well, as always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories on these games, uh, and you can do so on the Waveback Facebook page. Just search for Waveback on Facebook, and you'll find more information about it. the next games that we'll be listening to, as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail@ek.com. Just include Waveback in the uh, in the email in some way, shape, or form, so we know which show you're talking about. Uh, and while you're at it, check out our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out the other great content we have on our site over at Geek. Com. Uh, Matt, thank you again so much for, for joining me tonight. Uh, last minute, this was an absolute blast to do. And uh, we're going to send everybody out on, and I, I just threw this in the Dropbox for you too, Matt, oh, if no. you want to listen to it. I have to find um, I have to get it. No, I want to hear it. Uh, the, <laughs> the song we're going to send out to is uh, Nat Attack Level 1. Like I said before, you can actually bring up Nat Attack, the fly swatting game from Mario Paint in uh, Super Mario Maker. And uh, it hasn't changed it. They didn't really change it around too much. It sounds pretty similar to the original version, uh, which I think I did a Mario Paint episode on here before. So this is uh, essentially a reprise. But um, that's what we're going to play you out to tonight. So enjoy Nat Attack Level 1. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, have a good night. Laters. <laughs>